another episode of With the Chiefs. Wait, 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 wait. Man, I need more rest. I hope you got. I've got your last name right there. It's a very good pronunciation. And we're back. Now, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Normally we would uh, yell, wouldn't we, Dom? But anyway, <laughs> welcome back to another episode. It's just Dom and I today. Um, strap in. Strap in. It's going to be a big one. <laughs> How do um, I follow that up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dom, let's go straight in with a bit of a um, recap for you, maybe. So what uh, what happened last night? Let's start with that. Oh, last night, Chase. It was a big one. The 10,000 metre state championship. Um, I signed up probably, I don't know, a week before I sort of um, came up with the idea and messaged my coach saying, uh, would it be okay if I did the 10K state champ? And they were a bit hesitant saying, oh, look, like it's not that specific to running 100k in the mountains but if you really want to do it go ahead <laughs> um, but anyways I, I pressed on because I'm yeah just getting a bit over of um, a bit sick of trail running at the moment so it was good to kind of mix it up a bit um, but yeah haven't really done much 10k specific training uh, and it was belting down rain um, mm, it was not looking pleasant I completely forgot yeah. that you were Doing the doing the race and then you text me. Yeah, shit, you fucking had to run in that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, but um, yeah, I got to the track and then to top it off, they were running about um an hour late. Okay. So the race was going to be at seven twenty and it ended up being like eight thirty. Were they trying to look out for weather or something? No, I think they were just running a bit behind because they had all the um all these other track events during the day. Oh, okay. All right. Beforehand, yeah. like um, 1500s and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then, yeah, anyways, I had a, a Red Bull on the way over. Um, Red Bull? Is that the first time you've hooked into a Red Bull for... That's that's the first time I've ever bought a Red Bull from a convenience <laughs> store. What made you What made you go, okay, I'm going to have a Red well, Bull? Never had it before? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I'll just have a coffee, but I got to the 7-Eleven and the coffee machine was broken. So I was like, oh shit, what do I do now? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to have like an iced coffee because I didn't really want any milk or anything. So um, Red Bull seemed like the logical option. <laughs> but uh, Red Bull's it's a pretty crazy company. Like... Um, I don't get like, yeah, they, they put on so many events and they own like an F1 team. Uh, they do all this stuff and spend so much money, but who's buying the drinks? Like that's the first <laughs> time I've ever bought a Red Bull. Well, hang on. We, weren't we pitching for Red Bull as a sponsor as well? Oh, Red Bull. No, they're, they're <laughs> great company, fantastic company. Um, and no, the, it's true. You don't see yeah, someone like, like or maybe I'm just because I don't drink it myself. Yeah. Maybe we don't. Maybe vodka Red Bulls? Like... I've, I've had I've bought a lot of vodka Red Bulls in my time, um, so maybe that's like their main kind of revenue stream is the partying sort of scene. But, maybe, um, yeah, it, interesting you, uh, business model. I hadn't heard anyone using Red Bull or it being mentioned in sort of the running scene until um, I followed uh, Mick Chapman. Oh on, yeah, and he was mentioning it and about the benefits and or sort of using it for fuel yeah but other than that i hadn't really seen it before which is interesting mm. and obviously yeah i haven't heard any other runner been like before before a race or training session mm. yeah and the other person i've seen was um i think lucy 
Charles Barkley. I can't remember her surname. She's a triathlete. Oh, yeah. She's sponsored by Red Bull and actually uses Red Bull. Yeah. I can't tell the correlation there. If she wasn't, probably wouldn't use it. But um, yeah. I don't know. There's a guy that came third at uh, UTMB, uh, Tom Evans. Yep. He's sponsored by Red Bull as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So How was it? Was it good? Well, I was, yeah, I was G'd up. But I feel like um, with Red Bull, you get really energized for like the next hour. Yeah. And then you kind of crash a little bit. Oh. Um, did you know it was so you you did you didn't know it was running behind schedule? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's pretty confusing at the track as well. Like usually you have to check in and stuff, but they've gotten rid of that, which is kind of good. You just have to rock up ten minutes before your race now. Yeah. Um, but then there was like a rumor going around saying like, oh, they're going to be merging the the men's and women's races. So a um, rumor. A rumor. <laughs> People go, I just imagine people at the track going, guess what they're going to do? And then literally the next person, next person, guess what they're going to do? And by the end of it, it's like, there's no more race. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened though. Like someone just came up and like tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, like I heard that uh, they're merging the men's and women's race. <laughs> um, but, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, what? Like I just finished my warm up because I thought they were running like a bit later or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh shit, better get my spikes on. But then... um. Yeah, I put my spikes on and ended up just standing around for another, I don't know, half an hour waiting to race. Um, but I feel like that's kind of what happens when you do those races um, with Athletic New South Wales. It's, yeah, like, I think they're, they're struggling um, and they've got a few little issues, but um, hopefully they'll get on top of it. Because, like, it's a state championship as well and the field, like, wasn't that deep. Like, yeah. I guess everyone's doing other stuff and it's a bit of a tall order to say come run 25 laps around a track yeah but there was just the one race and um it was like true fire was pretty much on his own on his own yeah yep. i think there was one other guy who, who went with him um who yeah was having a crack at sub 30 but uh didn't quite sort of play out for him i guess with the conditions it was terrible yeah. who was Not it you can do or uh what's his name um dylan offered uh-huh so he's he's still pretty young i think like a couple of years out of school but um pretty talented he's run like 20 minutes around the bay and stuff like that yeah so right okay he's got the potential um but yeah uh my race i um went out thinking oh i'll try and go 32 minutes ish yeah like i felt like i was capable of that in good conditions so um I went out and ran the first K with um, Nathan Breen, who's a triathlete, and I think he's a pretty good runner as well. Um, but he, yeah, kind of like we, we were trading like two laps each sort of thing. Um, and went through 5K in 15.55 or so. <laughs> Quick. Yeah, which is good. That yeah. would have been like good pace. Yep. But then, um, yeah, started to slow a little bit. And I guess like, it's just a long time to stay focused as well at 10k like yeah. um especially on the track especially yeah. in the rain yeah i felt like like yeah like i just kind of had like a little slip in con- concentration and stopped paying attention for a moment and then next thing you know he's got a 10 meter gap on me and mm-hmm. then i'm like oh, i need to pick it up to close that gap and just mentally couldn't be yeah. bothered so um kind of ran a couple laps on my own and then um I was like, oh, kind of like slowing down a bit because being out there on your own just wasn't very fun. No. Um, was it like puddly and 
it was pouring, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was bucketing. It was pretty much a swimming pool, mate. Yeah, jeez. Oh, but... Because at Pudley, was there a little puddle there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, slowed down a little bit. And then the guy coming uh, fifth, um, like, caught up to me. Uh, I think his name's Oscar Bukovinsky. And, uh, you probably butchered that, but <laughs> probably. <laughs> but uh, me and him were working together for the rest of the race, kind of just going lap for lap. Yep. Uh, and then with like three laps to go, I kind of put in a bit, a little bit more of a surge, and yep. um, yeah, ran away from him, um, and ended up running thirty three oh nine for fourth place at the state champs. Very solid. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> fourth best runner in New South Wales, <laughs> technically, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, no, it was a bit of fun. Um, I was wearing, yeah, spikes as well because, um, I don't know, apparently that's like the regulation or whatever, but yeah, it seemed like no one really cared. Um, although, yeah, everyone uh, up the front was wearing spikes. So, um, okay. I don't know, I guess to make it official, you have to wear spikes, apparently. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No vapor flies. No, in hindsight, I probably should have just worn vaporflies though because my calves are wrecked now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was a bit of fun in the rain and it wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, like kind of cools you down a bit and stuff. But Yeah. Yeah, that's how it all went Unfolded. down. <laughs> so yeah. the um, Red Bull review. Red Bull review? Yeah, didn't mind it. I yeah? Think, um, yeah, it was all right. Like... I crashed a little bit, but was still kind of like definitely more awake and ready to go. Um, so yeah, Red good. Bull gets the tick of approval. <laughs> when was when was the point in the race where you were sort of being like, I don't really want to run any more laps around the track? Was it um, once you split five k pretty quick? Was there sort of when? What's that point for you where you start like? Being I feel like, like yeah, like I kind of um that slip in sort of concentration and then running on my own at about yeah i think it was like four or five k yeah um that's when i kind of my attitude kind of shifted and i was like oh like let's just finish the race rather than let's go run a fast time yeah but having running with someone else made such a big difference like because you you're focusing on something else like when you're in the lead you're like okay like let's get through just this lap and then you can have a bit of a rest and sit behind someone. Um, whereas on your own, it's just like you're in your head and you're not thinking about anything else. Um, so, yeah, I think having something else to focus on uh, made a big difference. Yeah, you're right. You're right when you say you're in your head. That's that's when the problems start coming up. Yeah. It's when you literally feel like you're living in your head. Yeah. It's, I, rem- I remember off the back of the marathon, even though I did give a quite a lengthy <laughs> <laughs> recap, but the yeah, when you start, when I started falling off the pace and then also on my own, that's, yeah, you, I felt like I was living in my head and then mm-hmm. that's when sort of a lot of problems come up. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how you combat that, to be honest, sometimes. Yeah. Because, yeah, it sort of feeds it when you are on your own and, you know, you are slowing down. Mm. It's, it's like hard to, I don't know. Yeah, I guess, um, yeah, I don't know, it's a tough one. But you just got to have the right kind of thoughts and uh, intentions and yep. I guess knowing that it's going to get hard and being kind of G'd up for the race, stuff like that. That might be one of the things that distinguishes a really good race mm. is your ability to sort of mm. ne- uh, mitigate that 
a little bit, which gives you sort of like maybe if I think of your 5K when you ran your PB, Mm. it's probably no room for... It was probably no room for being like, um, well, I just want to get through this. Do you feel like you were more in the zone if you can remember it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Felt like there was like one lap where I kind of um, zoned out a bit. Um, But then, yeah, I quickly sort of snapped back into it and it was like, there's only a couple laps to go by then. So it was like, yeah, just tough it out. I feel like the 5K though, it's a lot easier to just stay focused on it because like it only really gets hard at like three, four K. Yeah. And by then you can kind of see the finish line anyways. Like there's only three or four laps to go. So yeah, true, true. It's a bit Um, different. Yeah. Whereas the 10 K, I think you really need to be on. And I feel like when I ran the um, Sydney Harbour 10 last year, my 10 K PB in that race, I felt like the whole time I was just ready to like kind of fight and have a go. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is, I think it's just mental as well. Like that mental headspace is important. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that, that was the day out on the track. And we saw, um, yeah, one of the listeners as well out there, Wayne Cooper. He oh, said, Wayne. Um, he said he's enjoying the podcast, but uh, had a, some feedback. Yeah, um, tell us. <laughs> he said that <laughs> the Charlie Doherty episode, the audio cut out at like, 60 minutes or something so he oh, said um, it's a great podcast but technically poor and <laughs> sort that shit out Wayne, <laughs> if i can tell you one thing you're not wrong <laughs> you're spot on we, we we will work we will strive to make the technicalities better especially <laughs> yeah. well actually wayne off the back of your feedback um we've ditched riverside yeah which was an app that wasn't really working correctly and in Australia just for some reason. a lot of technical headaches, yeah. I was going to give a reason, be like, because of this, but it, it's not because of that reason. I think I'm a technical expert. Clearly not. <laughs> but anyway, now we're using um, Zoom, so hopefully... Much more reliable. Mm. More reliable. Um, and then we're going to try and do most of them in person. Yeah. Which yeah. is the best we might, outcome. We're scoping another spot, not in sort of my um, apartment as yeah. well. Yeah, that could be cool. So yeah, watch this space. Watch Wayne. this space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's race day in a nutshell. Ooh, sounds good. So yeah, yeah, still you sound pretty happy about it. Yeah, I think um, it's good effort in the rain. Yeah, going into it, there was no like expectations. Like it's not the goal race. Like I signed up. To it on a whim kind of thing so did you just want some um variation yeah just yeah i think so like yeah. i miss doing workouts and like pushing myself um i feel like the 100k stuff it's just you're trying to just build up your aerobic system yeah and all of the other stuff doesn't really matter so it's and that's much, fun part as well it's there's a lot of fun in the other stuff yeah that's what i kind of enjoy quite a lot but yeah. um you you it's not long to go no, like three Very weeks. Very close. Now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but looking forward to doing it. Like, it's been a long time coming. Yep. Um, but then, yeah, keen to kind of hook into some track races as well. Yep. Yeah. Coffee machine going off. Sorry, another technical. Um, um, so, how was the week actually leading up to... What was the rest of the week look like? Yeah. So, Monday was a rest day and we drove home from Bluey's. Yep. Um, yeah, after the steel cap trail run. <laughs> Did you like my little addition in the description? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> always whenever I, if anyone listening wants to know who's done the description, it's always, every time I have, a, a I, I have a, yeah, there's always a subtle dig at Dom, <laughs> so that's how you know. And uh, Tuesday was a easy double, so I got out at lunch um, for like 20 minutes and then got home and went for another half an hour jog. Um, yeah, I miss just running at lunch, kind of breaks your day up and you come back into the office in the afternoon feeling a bit more energized i feel like um in the past i've just feeling that been feeling that kind of afternoon crash mm. um recently so yeah just starting to incorporate that a bit more and the coaches said yeah that's fine if you want to do that so um yeah a bit more doubles coming that's actually through. the lunch nothing i've gotten into in the but like you do just crash mm. in the afternoon yeah, absolutely. It would just lift you up a bit, and it does. You know, yeah, get, gets gets the body moving. Hundred percent. Yeah, at your desk, sort of. Mm. Mm. You used to do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was your staple. I always yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, I feel like it kind of like yeah, it gives your day a bit of structure as well. Like yeah, um, I feel like yeah, if you're just at your desk all day, sometimes, um, yeah, it can just turn into a bit of a blur. Yeah. Whereas like if you're doing this and then that like your mind can kind of focus on those particular things a bit easier yep um then wednesday was another double but it was a bit rainy so got out at lunch for a rainy double and got soaked and then um put my wet clothes on in the afternoon and ran home um and i didn't really have any jacket or gear or anything so um had to commute the next day in the morning because my car was still at work and I thought okay today I'm going to wear a jacket um yeah put the jacket on and everything and was ready to go and didn't rain a drop it was uh, <laughs> dry as a bone so I was just was it one like, of those jackets that insulate all of the sweat yep yeah <laughs> it was like decathlon kind of heavy sort of raincoat um but yeah I yeah just felt pretty uncomfortable on that run like sweating bullets the whole time and was just kind of hoping it would rain actually <laughs> so I could get some use out of the jacket. <laughs> um, and then that afternoon, got down to the track with Arthur and uh, Arthur's wanting to do more speed work. So we said we'd do um, five 600s, kind of like just flat out Yep. with five minutes rest in between. Ooh. Um, so like... Yeah, it, fast, yeah. Yeah. I think like the first one was like 139, which is like... 240 kind of pace Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and then the second one was like uh, 143 and then the third one was 141 but um arthur didn't quite make it through that one i think he was starting to struggle a bit <laughs> yeah and i had knew i had the race on the weekend so i was happy to kind of just call it quits from there um so arthur went on and did a few more 400s and i just jogged around with the turbo guys um, nice which is cool it's good to be yeah back running with the turbo guys like i miss that yeah um having that yeah community vibe and just good chat from them um makes yeah. a difference absolutely yeah i love that and yeah it was a fun day on the track and then friday was like a another kind of easy day um it was a bit rainy so i just sat on the exercise bike for 80 minutes like very easy i think i was doing like 70 watts or something so it was just pretty much turning the legs over yeah um and then yeah saturday raced um yeah solid and the track um 
Are you helping Arthur out a bit with the workouts in yeah. terms of scheduling or, or what, what they're going to look like? Uh, a little bit. I gave him um, the program that I did in the when I was getting coached by Jerome in the lead up to um, the Sydney Harbour 10K. And yeah. then I did like a fast 5K off that. And like, oh, that training, it's, it's really hard. Like those sessions um, where you're yeah, really going like lactic. Um, it's like, yeah, different sport. And, uh, but that's what he wants to do. He wants to get faster and that's the way you do it, but it's just bloody hard. And um, in fact, just mentally it's the hardest because you have to really G yourself up during those sessions. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's got that program to follow and I think he's going to, um, roughly follow it but just kind of do his own stuff sure yeah I think yeah I was chatting to him um, in Melbourne he likes the flexibility side of things because mm. obviously depending on what program you go for and who you're coached by there's mm. a very specific tendency mm. in terms of like do you need to stick with it mm. um, and I think that's good to have the sort of um like accountability up front or the knowledge that if we're doing this, we have to stick to it, for example. Yeah. Or we can be more flexible. It's mm. good to know up front. So, but there's many ways to do it. It's, yeah. it's really individual as to like what works for your lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, anyway. Mm. So, solid training week. How are you feeling leading into UTA? Are you ready? You ready to go? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, the rain jacket thing was, uh, yeah, having that rain jacket, the one that I've got, it's pretty heavy. It's like, I think, 600 grams or something. Um, so I think in the past, having to lug that around in the pack um, was a bit of a mistake maybe because like, I think you, you want to just minimize the weight that you have to carry. So 600 grams is relatively substantial. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, so... I looked into lighter, uh, more sort of compact rain jackets. And um, I think the one that I got was pretty cheap at the time. And at the time, I was just thinking, oh, I just want to do this as cheap as possible. So I got all my mandatory gear. That's not on character at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? Wow. I really like you, Dom. Yeah. I know, completely like out of character. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think I got all my mandatory gear for like 200 bucks. Um, which, yeah, I don't know. In my head, I'm thinking, oh, geez, look at me. How good it's am a bargain. I? These guys spend <laughs> thousands over there. But it's costing me more now because I'm going to have to replace that jacket um, for something, yeah, that's no, a bit more no practical. Comment. No comment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I got a yeah, new jacket on the way, um, which is exciting. And yeah, going to get out after this podcast for another big long run. And How yeah, far? Uh, well, I think it's three and a half hours. Where are you? What are you planning on doing? Mm, I don't know. Um, it says to try and get stairs in. Okay. But I don't know. Where Where would you go for? I got no idea. Um, well, you know when we when we do seven bridges or is it seven bridges? Yeah. And there's a section in Lane Cove where you go. Oh, it's probably not enough stairs, is it? Never mind. No, it needs to be a lot of stairs. Like a lot of stairs. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was speaking with Beck and she was saying that um, in Lavender Bay, there's like some big stairs or something. So I'll go scout that out. out. Yeah. Yeah. See um, what it's like. But yeah, we'll see how we go. 
Um, but yeah, also shout out to Beck. She surprised me out on the track. Um, she said nice. she wasn't going to come, and then after the race, she, there she is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was nice. But yeah, UTA feeling okay. I don't know. Just kind of want to get through it. Yep. Because I only recently found out that you're doing the the 11k or whatever it is as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bit contra- not controversial, but I'm just like that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think um, it's 11k is on the Thursday morning, and then the 100k is on the Saturday. So okay, I think it'll work out all right. Yeah, yeah. Should be should be fine, and should be able to get a good feel of what the further stairs are like. So practice. Yeah, exactly. So how are you planning on you? Are you racing that? Like, is it you're gonna race it? Yeah. Okay. So okay. So I was gonna think maybe you just like scope it out or no. I think if like as like a, a policy, if you're on a start line, you're gonna race it. Yeah. Like, there's no point in kidding yourself. No. Um, I think that I've done that in the past, saying like, oh no, I'll just take this as a tempo, but it just doesn't work like that. <laughs> like, I don't know. If I said on the podcast when. I, Probably I probably have, but when I was preparing, I think it was a few weeks. What Sydney Sydney half? And yeah. I asked Sally, "Can I do Sydney half?" And she's like, "I don't think it's a good idea because yeah. I was just coming back from COVID." I was like, "I'll just tempo it," you know. I wouldn't have tempoed it. I would have yeah. gone like raced it probably, or even if mm. I did, which is actually a really good call on Sally's part to sort of say it's a bad idea mm. because. A, recovering back from COVID and B, like, if you go too hard, I'm just not going to recover Yeah. to hit Tuesday, which is like a big... So, yeah, like, there's definitely... And I just know, yeah, I would have probably raced it. And it's very hard to hold back when everyone's like... Yeah. And it's a race and everyone's got their bibs on. It's almost like you're cued to yeah. run. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But anyway. And it's just like, yeah, good vibe. Like yeah, everyone's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's like when you feel amazing running 330s in a marathon and then you blow up <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's exactly it maybe you should have gone into that one thinking oh it's just a tempo <laughs> maybe <laughs> anyway what about you, you smitty how's me <clears throat> the week back been week back has been pretty pretty good like treating it just as a mental mental reset mm. obviously not much running i ran sort of um, Monday, Tuesday I had off. Wednesday, I ran 30 minutes easy. Um, legs are feeling still pretty still pretty heavy. Like quads are still pretty wrecked. Um, I think I said in the Strava activity, they're still in Victoria. They certainly, <laughs> certainly felt like they were. Um, then w- Thursday, I walked with bum. So... Like sort of a day off, and then Friday did forty minutes with Martino, our good friend Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, legs are feeling better, like feeling much better. Quads are sort of at that point felt like they were recovering. Yeah. Um, how did um how did Rosa go? Rosa, yeah, she, I didn't mention it in the previous. I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we did go to record like a, a segment <laughs> after, but it was too late. We would have just cut in like, oh, and uh, sorry, I forgot to mention my mother. <laughs> Good pickup, Dom. Um, Rosa ran really well in Melbourne. She ran a PB in, I think it was 39, 39, like 50. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so big PB. That's She's proper running. Proper running, exactly. 
Um, she's been doing sort of getting the benefits of doing 1K reps with monitored pace. So normally she'd be like, I'm jogging. And I'll be like, no, you just like put a bit of, you know, you can, she still doesn't know how much she can push herself, mm. which is, and that's what she's figuring out. So for example, we'll do like one in training, we'll do like five by 1K with like 500 meter walk. Mm. And then like, it's showing her that she can run. For example, she would only be able to run like eight minute 30 per K and mm. feel like that was fast. But then when we do the 1K reps, if she pushes herself a bit, she'll run like 750s or something yeah, right. or 740s because there's a cue to run faster, faster yeah. and she can sort of turn her legs over better. We did, I think, two or three of those <clears throat> in the build-up for Melbourne. Um, and she's getting fitter. Like she's saying, my lungs are feeling better like just jogging so yeah. she's starting to see because she was training up until gold coast mm. so she's been doing it for a while yeah and but now she's seeing the the benefits of like getting aerobically fitter mm. for example she would do a lot of pilates classes previously and then in those classes now she says you know she, oh yeah i feel like better because her cardio is improving yeah but but the coolest thing is she's kind of just learning to love it a little bit like it and now wants to go running that's cool yeah. so it's really it's really good um and it's just something i love doing in the morning it's just go what, what does dad call us dad calls us like laverne and shirley it's like because <laughs> we spend too much time together it's like a um it's a tv show back ages ago these two <laughs> classic dad and we had um anyway but yeah, she's really enjoying it and starting to see the benefits come through, um, which is good. It's 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 a really nice thing. Yeah, um, it's an interesting point. Like, um, not knowing how to gauge pace. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's kind of like a, a common question that people ask when they're sort of starting out running. Like, what pace do I run these reps at, or whatever? Yep. And um, it's kind of something that you have to just sort of experience for yourself until it is it's a fear it's a it's like a experience yeah you can't like when that's the thing for example when i read when i read the marathon book there's a lot of things in there that make a lot of sense but you don't truly understand until you go out and do it Mm. and you train and you realize like this is this sort of pace zone yeah based on this feeling Mm. it's not always going to correlate to you know heart rate or anything yeah you kind of intuitively feel that a little bit more Mm, than anything yeah and mum's going you can tell mum's going through the same process as i went through as probably most runners go through in the initial phase has been like not knowing how much you can stretch yourself Mm. and she's got a long way to go it's never too late yeah (laughs) it's never too late she has also thing is she has arthritis right? right which You'll see her sometimes at night, like not being able to stand up properly after dinner or something because her right. legs. But the movement helps so much. Mm. Like the running, she's like, I don't. I say to her, I don't know how you run. Like sometimes you can't walk properly. Yeah, wow. But it's something like the running has actually strengthened um, her feet a little bit because mm. she's not used to putting pressure like that just yeah. walking. Yeah. So it might be. Look, this is all me guessing, obviously, <laughs> but she says she feels better. Mm. 
um, and feels worse when not exercising. Mm. But she's always been exercising, doing classes and stuff like that. Yeah. But this is just a new dimension to that. Mm. But yeah, in summary, mum did very well. We're gonna we gotta pick another race, another five k. Yeah. I feel like the race anchors you so much. Mm. Yeah. Because it's hard to, for me, it never worked. To I've I've said like for example when we were training for the Sydney, Sydney um. Uh, sun run mm. initially mm. it was a thing that like g'd me up to get yeah. I want to get into yeah. training and how do I get faster and yeah, all yeah. these sorts of things we well, had like a couple of goals as well like yeah. sub 45 and then sub 45 beating Adrian yeah that was that was that provided a lot of motivation <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you kind of by doing that you get tricked into becoming a runner yeah because <laughs> <laughs> by the end of it you enjoy it you're like oh shit I don't yeah. want When's the next race? Yeah. And then that mum's going through that same thing. She's like, "What well, now what I run? For? What, are, what am I training for now? I'm like, yeah. well, right, let's pick another. I'm trying to be like, 10K. She's like, no, Luke, no. I'm like, come on. But anyway, one step at a time. Yeah. One step at a time. But um, yeah. Good awesome. stuff. Very, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of joy in that for sure. Mm. So then I think that's two runs you've done. In the last week, did you do anything else? Or what was that Friday? So yeah, today ran sixty minutes with Otto actually, which is good. Oh, cool. Just having a chat, catching up. I haven't seen him for a little bit um, after, even though we live next door. But um, <laughs> we both he sort of works different times. I work different times. But um, that was good. Legs are still. Uh, I did the classic. My I'm feeling great. I'm I'm back to normal. Like <laughs> at the beginning of the run. Yeah. And then I think about fifteen minutes in, I'm like, yeah. Still stiff, still sluggish a little bit, but yeah. feeling like not soreness, just general because haven't really done much this week. Mm. So, other than that, the plan is, I'm not sure if I talked to you about it, to do speed, mm. 5K. Mm. Yeah, had caught up with Sally, had a chat about it. Um, yeah, probably going to target i don't know a fast 5k mm. in the, in this sort of next few months keen to a lot of the logic for that just came around i hadn't really done it properly in the past like specifically trained for 5k so it mm. might be something to do yeah sub 16 yeah I'm, I'm, yeah i'm pretty keen to go sub 16 but um yeah with a bit of because what Sally said is I could be, you never know, I could be carrying some fitness that into this that I haven't realized yet because I did, you know, a lot of solid training and who knows when it, it'll hit. So, yeah. Um, but also keen to vary my training again and mm. do some speed and do some different things because yeah. obviously last time it was a lot of just tempo work. Mm. Not that that's a bad thing. It just actually, and I was talking... I don't know if I'll do another marathon until like late next year. Are we bringing it up or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plans for the future. Where are we going, Dom? Well, uh, yeah, on the weekend after the steel cap race, I was thinking, um, yeah, planning to take some time off next year and go traveling. And uh, I was kind of a bit inspired by watching um, Berlin. So, yeah, just signed up for Berlin next year um, 
We're going to Germany. We're going to Germany. Chiefs on tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I hope Nico's not listening to this. <laughs> He'll be very offended. <laughs> um, it's super, something that's super exciting Yeah, is to travel and do a marathon. We'll be both hitting the marathon training at the same time. Yeah. Be like the good old days. Um, mm. well, fastest marathon course in the world. In the world. So no excuses. No excuses. I think that's a 2.30 kind of sub 230 kind of course surely surely um, surely by then you never know what will happen but that'll be always in the back of the head <laughs> yeah i'm pretty excited for it already but, Mate, uh, it's gonna be huge yeah i'm yeah keen for that one yeah so we've revealed it <laughs> so we've revealed, <laughs> we should do some clickbaity <laughs> thing like chiefs reveal <laughs> it's like Click, click, click on the video. Chief reveal where they're going, which marathon they're doing. Everyone sees them and is like, fuck these idiots, seriously. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, good. Anyway, to recap, to top off mine, I guess, yeah, keen to do some speed. Mm. I don't know what that looks like with Sally, but I'm sure it'll be, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but it sounded like um, before Canberra, though, you were doing more yeah. speed stuff and you were kind of enjoying that. I was. I don't yeah. know why. I I hated it at first and then I sort of started seeing the benefits of doing it. Because mm. uh, other thing I was talking to mum is you don't realise how much you improve. For example, Canberra ran 74, 58 mm. or 56 mm. and I split like 74... 10 in the marathon yeah wow. sort of thing even though you know it went backwards but mm. you don't it's it's such a gradual sort of thing mm. but um i enjoyed doing because we did a lot of one minute 45 one minute 45 like vo2 max intervals mm. with like double rest so it's almost double rest three minute rest yeah so that was almost like 600 meters hard yeah um which i felt like i got a lot of benefit from mm. um and then it was weird on those reps how much how you actually warm up like your mm. lungs warm up mm. to running hard like and going lactic yeah so i would start warming up and sally was when she pointed it out to me um sort of like three four reps in i think mm. you start to warm up yeah it's, it's, it's sometimes interesting. it can go the other way if you go too hard <laughs> yeah yeah for sure <laughs> but i feel like i don't know if you're only doing like i don't know four or five reps it doesn't matter that much if you blow up. No, no. But I had to do sort of six to eight. Yeah, then you don't really want Then I, I would never go out like yeah. too hard because yeah. it's just misery mm. trying to run hard on the back end. Yeah. But yeah, keen to see where the next sort of two, three months takes me mm. in terms of fitness. Mm. Hopefully get a nice 5K race under the belt. Mm. Go from there. Yeah, sounds good. It's kind of a tricky time though coming into summer like... There's not as many races around mm. um, other than like track races, but... Yeah. Sally's also keen for me to get on the trails as well. Oh, yeah. On some long runs to get some strength in. Mm. Um, but I think that might come later. Yeah, that will be keen to do, even mm. though, you know, at the best of times, I don't like 
any variance in terrain, like when there's an oval that has a bit of undulation. <laughs> yeah. You're like, mate, this is fine. And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm like losing my footing. <laughs> have, a, have a big cry. But um, I think that'll be fun to mix it up a bit. Yeah. As well. Definitely. Um, yeah. That's all I got. I think we will... Any changes, any shout outs or I don't know anything to note um, no I think that's about it oh good luck Chris Gat. yeah Chicago Chicago that'd be interesting tomorrow I think like um, Pat Tiernan's running as well oh yeah yeah he's got like a 61 62 minute half marathon that's his debut yeah so yeah I reckon he could be, go pretty well yeah, yeah he, that'll be interesting to see here's the did he get the Australian record for a little while I think for the 10k i don't know i think he had it for like a month or two you know about my running knowledge <laughs> <laughs> my running journalism Dom. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah maybe i don't know yeah oh but chicago will be interesting be and interesting chris, good luck chris yeah good luck chris put in a solid very solid block yeah yeah um hope it goes well we'll, we'll find out mm. yeah. yeah yeah what's the course like do you know Fast, yeah. Fast? I think the record there is like 203. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So it's not like New York or something or... No, I think it's like, kind of underrated. Like it's, um, yeah, it's in America. So it's all like English speaking and stuff. Yep. Uh, and it's a fairly fast course. So I think what, Galen Rapp ran, ran like 206 there, I think. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Mo Farah ran there, ran his PB there, I think like 205, 206. Okay. Um, so it's quick. Yeah. A lot of people go there to run PBs. Solid. And hopefully Chris is one of those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, it was a good episode. I yeah. enjoyed that conversation. We'll yep. be um, back next week with a guest that we haven't scheduled in yet. Yeah, secret guest. <laughs> secret guest. <laughs> Click to know more. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even what they say, the influencers, is it? Yeah. Click to know more. Who's ever said that? <laughs> All right, until um till next time. Stay fast. <laughs> stay strong. And stay know. fast. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.